0: Two, three. That sounded good on my end. It sounded never does.
1: Horrible delay on my end, but uh, it always works. So weird. We're gonna, okay, here we go. Pretend like the theme music is playing, and welcome to Flick Pals, your every once in a while podcast about uh, I don't know anymore media. Let's say my name is Doug. With me, as always, is Rico. How you doing, Rico?
0: Good Do knocked, bros. I don't know what that I'm was. I'm great. It's a little German, which is an evil inherently, okay? And yeah, I'm good. Imagine if you could oh. rewire a German person, you know. Well, it's, you can't completely. Yeah. Can't change their
1: nature. There's still can't that
0: German nature.
1: <sighs> There's no hope. Okay, and we also have Jeff Andresen, the man who refuses to go by an alias. How are you doing, Jeff?
2: I have spoken.
0: <laughs>
1: oh! <laughs> wow. Deep pool already. This is going to yeah, be. Sorry. I think
0: you have to say something before you say I have spoken. But that's okay. <laughs> that's that was the joke, like <laughs> <laughs> so, such, such as it is. I
1: got it. You right, should fart.
2: <laughs> Put in a fart sound. Uh, sure, I will. I'm going to save it uh, for the Watchmen uh, podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, this is going to be a uh, a clusterfuck, uh, if you will. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Mandalorian, or Mandy, as he likes to be called. Um, Mandy. Then we're going to talk about uh, The Rise of Skywalker before we see it. Big deal coming up, and the early <laughs> views are in, and everybody
0: likes it. Huge, rave It's going to be a yeah, rave. Glowing.
2: This is actually Brighter than crystal. To talk about it, because uh, if uh, after today, it's going to just get worse. So enjoy yeah. it now, Star Wars fans.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and I want to talk about the naivete of the Star Wars fan in general, <laughs> uh, and my naivete as well. Um, because, uh, you know, I had some hope that it'd be good and it still might be okay, but uh, we'll get to it. So we're going to talk about Mandalorian. We're going to talk about that. And I also want to talk about the Watchmen, which is a show we should have podcasted about. Um, Mm. now Rico didn't watch it after one episode. He was out. So, uh, it's just going to be me and Jeff, but, uh, it'll be a brief conversation. No, no big deal, but it will be spoilerific. Everything is going to be spoilery except for Rise of Skywalker because we haven't seen it, yet. but
2: no clue, no clue what the fuck's happening in that looks like a mess, but and, and spoiler that's, alert, f- probably yeah. is.
1: That's what a lot of the reviews say, so uh, spoiler alert if you didn't read the uh, early reviews. Okay, but first, Mandy. How happy you made me, oh Mandy.
3: Well, you came and you came But I sent you away, oh Mandy.
1: So, guys, uh, I was a little down on the show. Jeff, you said you reset your expectations, but I just want to open up and say, I don't mind the serialized nature of the show, but it seemed to be very formulaic, like paint by numbers, as if it was a throwback to an 80s show where you knew what was going to happen. Like, it was just beat for beat like an episode of the A-Team. I will say the standout episodes for me were the jailbreak where he got Baby Yoda out of the, whatever, base camp or whatever that prison he was in. And then uh, this most... Well, the past two episodes with uh the yeah. other jailbreak with uh the, and then the the one that we just watched where um you know Werner Herzog gets killed, murked, as if you will. But uh other than that, the other episodes were really kind of tedious for me.
2: I um I, I've kind of now that my expectations are lowered, I'm enjoying it. I, I like the episodic nature of it. I like that it kind of weaves in and out from this sort of main plot involving the little baby Yodori and and uh, and then just like standalone episodes where he's just got to do a job. Um, I agree that the quality is very inconsistent. It's incredibly predictable. Like there's not even like a moment where I'm ever surprised. I will say the end of this most recent episode surprised me. I, I didn't. I didn't yes. see the cliffhanger coming, so I'll give them that. Um, so that was kind of nice. Um, but, I mean, I expected a cliffhanger, but not the the cliff, the cliffhanger we got. I think there's enough in every episode that has me just enjoying the show and a pure sort of like, you know, turn your brain off on TV and just watch it sort of thing. There are things that bug me in every single one. The Tatooine episode was just so fan-pandering that I was I was just like, you know, my, my hassles were that? up.
1: I want both of that to yeah, come out uh, of Starlight
2: Pit right now. I hope we see him half rotted or whatever it is. Like, you know, I, how's your disintegration going, Boba? Um, I have no idea who the weird stranger was at the end of that episode. I'd like to talk about that. Maybe oh, yeah. like pose a question there. Sure. But um, I actually kind of liked if that had been set in another planet. I, I liked the rest of it, it and I, the one the one piece of fan pandering I enjoyed was that the the bar that the droids. Um, who showed up in the new hope get kicked out of by the racists, I guess yeah. maybe bartender for not serving their kind. It's now it's now owned and operated or at least served by a droid, which I, I thought that was a, a nice touch.
1: Yeah. Because you had um, to remember I, like, what was going on and yeah, it it, it was not just pure fan service. It was fan service that made you, I guess, think for a second. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's still fan service, but it's, it's a nice wink and, but not in a, not in a way that's like, you know, the robot doesn't say this bar used to not serve <laughs> droids. And now I, like that would make it really bad. Just, Remember when I, I tortured said. other <laughs> droids in yes, Jabba's exactly. Palace? I used to torture, but now it's hard for a torture bot. Now I torture your liver. What will it be? My <laughs> anyway. your poison? Yes. So that's that's my takeaway.
3: All
1: right, Rico, how are you feeling about this show?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much... Um, it's I think if I could say anything, it's it's probably what I said early on, which is I'll be I'm really excited for season three. <laughs> I think I'm excited <laughs> nice. for when they can really go. You know, I think this first season, it was just kind of how do we kind of do a safe paint by numbers type of setup so that we don't get hated. You know, I think Disney's just trying its best to, to put out something and Filoni and Favreau make a thing that people don't loathe. And then once they feel a little freedom, they can really go from there. Uh, I mean, that being said, um, yeah, the cheesiness, I don't know. The whole the overall tone, I'm fine with. I'm, I'm hoping it changes a little bit, but I don't know that it will. Uh, I hope, I don't know, some of the interactions, some of the performances are just kind of weird to me. But I guess I'll get used to it. I don't know what is to
2: it say. The, but... Is it yeah, the character actor? <laughs> That, yeah, that you find kind of well, odd. One, yeah, I sort of, the, I sort of like that. I like that there's this, this random Yeah like space thug, because I feel like that that to me sort of fits in with the more naturalistic side of the first Star Wars movie, where there's just these random guys, just scumbags that can show up. Um, but I also see that it might stand out and feel odd. Um, so no, it's yeah.
0: it's not even the types of characters that are coming in out of the show. It's more, it's it's like straight up the. I don't know something about the writing and the performances that just feels a little off to me, and I don't know yeah. why. Like it's hard for me to put a finger on it. and I think it just adds up to whether it's just a little bit of just a campiness or whatever. Which yeah. is fine. If by the way, you, you guys are parents, so I am curious. You know, if if are your yeah, kids watching this? Yeah, my no, daughter, my kids are too young. So,
2: yeah. oh really? Oh, I've, I let Nora watch it. She loves it. She she eats it up. Um, every single episode. She's. I mean she's like what are they going to do to baby yoda like (laughs) like she's like very protective of that thing sure Um, so i think that it it works for her um on that level and you know it's we've had a lot of discussions about whether or not the mandalorian is a good guy or a bad guy and that's been kind of interesting because he's sort of in between he's very much the protagonist but he's he does horrible things and has done horrible things and so well, that's, what what
1: horrible thing has he done besides, like, disintegrate a few Jawas that were trying to steal his shit?
2: Well, I mean you could argue that bounty hunting is not the most you know, noble profession. professions Sure, yet. but since we've met him that was,
0: that
1: was all his, like that was all like pre what we met him and that and that's that's sure. kind of a problem what that i have with the character in general is right i agree there's like, yeah, he's like oh Batman. man like he, remember he when
2: to kill people it's sort yeah. of odd that it's just like why why all of a sudden is he like right exactly kill these guys like, like he's to kill just me.
1: but but at least it's consistent with um um oh god i can't remember the name of the guy um he's got a stew going from Rust development um, yeah, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers has like a come to Jesus moment because of uh, the same Baby Yoda. So at least it's consistent mm-hmm. where like people just become very good after their experience with Baby Yoda um, yeah. when he doesn't try to choke you. Spoiler alert, um, which I loved as well. But uh, I,
2: I enjoyed that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely <laughs> terrific. But I, I, I guess what I wanted to—we're rambling here—but I want to go back to. Uh, I feel like it's hard. Uh, yeah I didn't like that they needed to make him bad uh, and they just didn't really it was all in his past like when he met with the guy the Sons of the Anarchy guy um, and they did like the um, other jailbreak two jailbreaks one uh, one season come on um, like he's like oh man you should have seen this guy back in the day he was a
0: real piece of work or piece of shit. But right. we don't see that, that. You know what I mean? If we don't see saying instead of showing. Right. I mean, you see him in action and but but I agree. I feel like I've he's never seen him as someone that's, yeah, ruthless. That that's that's like, oh boy, this guy needs a real arc. Because I feel like, oh, he's already there. I already trust that he's going to do the noble thing. But and I, and I don't have yeah. any feeling that he could change his mind. You know, maybe, yeah, if he needs to kill someone that we don't give a shit about to save Baby Yoda, sure, he'll do that. But it's 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 then, not moving the needle. But even
1: then, I mean, you would need somebody there to say, oh, my God, that guy was unarmed. You shouldn't have killed him. You know what I mean? And, that, n- <laughs> and that's another problem I have is that the Mandalorian himself isn't dynamic enough to carry the show on his own, which I – that's why I thought yeah. this should have been an ensemble from the beginning. Like, I like that they pulled in the pig man that's – gary Busey. Uh, i like how they brought in the think usc healthy. fighter back think whatever
2: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i cares? wish it was gary
2: Busey. <laughs> yeah that would be even better uh but you know when the i mean? was spoken it'd be i have <laughs> some cocaine up my nose
0: <laughs> i'm gonna pull your endocrine system out of your body
1: <laughs> yeah they should have got gary oldman uh, i think it would have been better <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know what I mean? I think I think they uh, he's not dynamic of a character enough to carry the show right. as a central. Now, you can say that somebody it's is, like is snake a eyes. It's like Snake right, Eyes right.
0: the movie.
2: I, you go, I, I, okay. I do
1: think
3: okay. I
2: agree with you. I think he does incredibly well given the constraints of the mask.
1: I agree. I um, think he does a good job.
2: There's I mean, he does a lot with his voice and he does a lot with his his body language, but there's only so much that he can do and you add on top of that the character is a stoic character who yeah doesn't say much and is kind of projecting this tough guy stance. I think the biggest problem is, and I I don't really, I'm not looking forward to them getting into like what happened to him when he was a kid and being abandoned, but you're clearly supposed to think what you end up taking away with is that he's rescuing Baby Yoda because Baby Yoda is cute. And that sort of works because Baby Yoda is adorable. But I think you're supposed to feel like he's emotionally connected to this kid because it reminds him of him when he was young. Absolutely right. I'm a foundling. But they don't, they haven't done enough with that. And I'm, I'm kind of afraid that of when they will, because I I expect it to be clunky and not done well. But I also feel like it's sort of important for this relationship to make sense. And I I, I think if they had him be more of a shithead, um, even at the beginning and, and then sort of use that more to sort of flesh out why he's doing what he's doing that would be a better character choice especially since he's so kind of closed off
1: you're absolutely right if he was just a shitty person like somebody who's kind of a dick and like is made to be a better person because of besides like just making the decision like he seems like he made one decision and now he's a good person and that's i
2: think they tried to do that in the in the very beginning of the very first episode like i think you're supposed to think he's not great there but that's it like it's it's just like Half an hour, and then all of a sudden, he meets the the kid, and he's like, "Fine." And yeah,
1: we talked about those flashbacks, those brief flashbacks of his village, yeah. I guess, getting destroyed by the Empire. We
0: don't know, right? It's, it's yeah, by separatists, it's droids, it's the Clone Wars, is what they're flashing to. So
1: oh, no. that's well, the backstory. It's the clones are droids. droids, or were they
0: mm-hmm. were they but, the clones or, or the were they the droids? droids. They're the two separate things. The separatists are droids because the separatists were the droid armies. Okay, yeah.
1: All right, so that's maybe why he like dro- doesn't like droids. Okay, we solved it. Congratulations. Yeah. You killed my
0: parents.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about highlights. So, yeah, like, some of the stuff, like, uh, the biggest roll your eye. like, I, there's oh, at least almost every episode there was a roll your eyes moment for me. And uh, none bigger than the, um, like, they go to the the shrimp planet, the, the village where, first of all, I thought it was, like, his, I thought they were going to do a flashback to his upbringing, but it wasn't. Uh, but just the planet where everybody raises shrimp, and then the barbarians come, and then it starts off with him going, Oh, let's scan this planet. Nope, not a lot of things going on. think we'll just take it easy here <laughs> <God> <laughs> right, damn it <laughs> fuck um, and it was fine like i I love i there were there were moments though the battle was kind of cool. I like seeing that the one ad at like just making. Mm-hmm. AT being formidable.
0: Atst. Sorry. So, oh, God mm. damn it. We got to keep some cred here. No, fuck the cred. <laughs> it's a chicken walker. Did they call that
1: in any of the uh, movies? In any of the movies, did they ever say atst?
0: That's
2: what it is. I don't know
1: if they did. I know that's what it that's is. What... But what, did you read that from? They usually, they just call it,
2: They just call them walkers. Yeah.
0: But all right, so the walker, walker whatever Texas Rangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: It was. I thought. There were parts of that were fun, but uh, there was a roll your eye moment. Like I said, every every episode was kind of tedious. But I, I'd like to it, talk about the good times.
2: It's it yeah. I mean, I, I actually kind of liked that episode. It was it was the Magnificent Seven condensed into like forty minutes and without seven people. Um, <laughs> the, 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 I mean, that's that's what it is. It that's was the story. fine four. I think it was the the i don't know like the dynamic Terrible duo or something like that yeah i guess but and and the, i have to admit like i definitely rolled my eyes hard at the training montage where they're just like oh yeah, yeah. like <laughs> stiffly like you know fighting with sticks and, she's and like,
0: like you you stand like this with your uh, stick right,
2: yeah right, right. and, and like, they okay. just nod nod sagely at each other like yes they are ready after a day of stick
3: training but all <laughs> like, i could think like, of okay. was
1: the like the ewoks fucking wrecked those things <laughs> In Return of the true. Jedi so who gives a shit like of right. course these idiots can be trained to, to just get
0: some <laughs> <Like> only- trees <laughs> yeah only if you haven't watched <laughs> Return of the Jedi would you be
2: like oh how are they going to stop this yeah. but, to the, but to its credit I think they actually did succeed at make, making the walker kind of threatening absolutely um, mm-hmm. because it was a primitive the,
1: like whatever right. culture
2: and they don't yeah. they're He's outmatched great. and I, yeah. I, I like the way they lit it I like the red glow in its I eyes like, it looked that night much was pretty more great. menacing than usual which yeah. I think worked um and I and it's because I think the show is kind of a smaller scale. I like the character of I forget her name. Cara Dune is that her name? I liked her character too. Like I like that.
1: No, I like her a lot. She's the, great. I, I like this idea. The show the, more.
2: The, I know and I think that that's I think I get the feeling that's coming. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I hope it is because I agree with you that he needs more people to bounce off of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. other than like the you know guest sleaze bag of the week. Um, but. I I do agree that the weird like I will say here's my favorite moment of the show. It's when the romantic interest that they're trying to set up for him is mm-hmm. calling Baby Yoda his son, and it mm-hmm. just makes me wonder if she thinks that he looks like that under there. <laughs> he's folded his, his ears his up. For years. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's wearing the mask. So I kind of chuckled a lot at that, and I I thought some of that was a little bit forced and silly. You
1: um, know what my favorite song is. It's Not Easy Being
0: Green by Kermit Harag.
2: They have that song
0: playing, yeah. But I think that summarizes <laughs> probably what I feel about the show, because I think because it's kind of, it's hitting all these things and hitting relationships very quickly and very lightly, that the, yeah, nothing has any real Wait. kind it of weight. It. To yeah. it. No, I, I said no big.
1: stakes. No stakes is the biggest problem of this show. Mm-hmm. And they introduce stakes... This last episode with um, right. Gary Oldman dying, or right.
0: Gary Busey, whatever Gary Coleman, <laughs> Gary Coleman <laughs>
1: died. Coleman.
2: Gary Coleman did die,
1: <laughs> but but no. But before then, there was no stakes.
2: There's no. no right. there's about never
1: wheels. a time I think Baby Yoda is in danger. There's never a time I oh, think Mandalorian probably. is in I, danger. I am.
2: I am really curious about what's going to happen with Baby Yoda and how he sort of fa- like factors into the plot of this whole thing. But I agree. There's absolutely no way he's going to die. There's no real threat no. of that happening um i mean they would have a ride on their hands if yeah. that's the way it went
1: no they're but not gonna kill I, them. No, disney is I, not gonna kill a 50 year old infant dog.
2: it's not it's gonna happen a 50 ha- <laughs> year old man baby <laughs> <laughs> looks like sometimes he looks like sophia from the golden girls like he's about to if you put glasses oh, yeah. on the, he's about cool. to launch a <laughs> story about sicily <laughs> picture it's um, sicily 1990 yes <laughs> So let's jump to the most recent episode then, since you kind of brought us there with the death of... Gary sure, before,
1: before I do that, I do want to talk about, um, I mean, uh, two things. The 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 breakout where he, like, decides to trade in the Baby Yoda and get his, like, Imperial his gold that he can, whatever, melt down to make in his to his cool armor. And then yeah. he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. And then I thought... And that's a very Western thing to do. It's a very, like... Um, wild bunch thing where they're just like you know what we're gonna we're gonna do this I don't care what the consequences are because it's the right thing to do Um, and I enjoyed the shit out of the jailbreak but yeah when he's leaving the planet and then like his Mandalorian like friend is like
2: oh god <laughs> on a rocket oh, the, salute. the, and, uh, the yeah, war machine moment I lost yeah. it at the salute like I was like you've gotta be shitting me he salutes yeah. like what is this shit like, I mean, what, what universe
0: and, are we in here?
2: Right. I mean, I know it's, I, and that's just that is the cheesiness of the show. And part of me, as much as I kind of hated it, I also admired it that they're just like, you know what, we're going for it. We're doing a salute what here. We are, yeah. Right? And I think that I think that is the show. I think it's very, it, and I, it knows what it is. It's yep. not terribly deep, and it's not trying to be. It's very sort of predictable, and you know, it's it's trying to just be a good time trying to be a crowd pleaser it's so, fine i just think yeah, tv i
1: think tv has evolved and that's all I i'll agree. say
2: i agree and i, no, I, I mean we, we, yeah we I talk about this thing out of time i'm so. hoping that this does evolve i'm hoping that they do eventually get you know some freedom to sort of do stories that are a little bit more complex and interesting and i can Season see some three that happening. maybe
3: Season i can three. see that
2: happening eventually but like for now i think they're playing it safe and that the my problem with that episode i liked it as a whole my problem with it was that um well i don't know i i guess it felt too easy like he got out of there way too easy mm-hmm. i thought um so i don't know and then there's this whole thing like he kills mm-hmm. carl weathers but of course he lives and it's just like and i, I sort of like that he lived because he got hit with the I don't know whatever the medal was that he got for yeah. the job. Yes, yeah,
0: the best car. It's it, it's, it's the, the old yeah car. the bullet you know the right. the, the Bible the hard. Exactly. or whatever. Yes. It is. I thought that was they a nice do.
2: Western touch. Yeah, but overall, I was like, there was a lot of eye rolling going on there. Um, so, yeah, that's all I'll say. I'll shut up. I've spoken.
1: I, I just think uh, I like the episodic nature of it. I will say, I just wish. It was a little bit more inventive as far as their conceits and the plot structure of some of these episodic episodes, and I wish they sprinkled a little bit of the arc throughout. You know, I feel like a lot of shows mm-hmm. successfully do that, where you can pick up and enjoy a show as like, oh, I haven't seen any of the first five, but I'll catch the the sixth episode, and it has its own in-story arc, but also has this, like, sprinkles-in Little details that propel the season arc, and I feel like the show doesn't do enough of that, which is why I'm a it's, big fan of this most recent well, episode. It's,
0: yeah, it's, it's remote. It's um, uh, Vordaher Hersog, Like I think he could have had more power when he came back. If maybe he, <laughs> you see, kind of what he's doing, maybe here and there. That's the sprinklings. Yeah, you know, right, like oh, we see right. what he what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Just he's, flashback he's sending sending at the very out. end,
1: and that's very cheesy. But that would still be enough. Like if you just ended the episode yeah. where. Yeah, like, we cut from whatever bullshit was going on for the past hour to just, like, the laboratory where they're prepping, like, other Yoda babies or what. I don't know.
0: Something. Yeah, I think just having a random assassin show up once or twice kind of, yeah, it kept it a little—it served the purpose when it absolutely had to. But, but yeah. Uh, um it's like kind of like yeah, the X Files or whatever. It's a uh, monster of the week versus the mm-hmm. overarching yeah. arc, and yeah. which is fine. I, it's, I think too, it's hard when it's half-hour episodes and there's only eight episodes this season, and yeah. who knows when it's going to come back again. And so I think that's what's hard in this day and age with all the media that we can consume. And we go, oh boy, we see how sophisticated and you know advanced shows are in their storytelling, and then and then this is yeah, such a return back to to kind of super light fluff TV, but then still barely any episodes. So you're like, "Eh, yeah.
1: Hmm. Um, so, uh, unless there's anything else, uh, I, whatever. I had a little bit of the, I forgot what it was called. The gunslinger, maybe, um, not Stephen King's book. The, uh, the young kid who wanted to get in with the guild and he, Oh
0: yeah. right, the I Tatooine episode. Yeah, I
1: think yeah. yeah, I think that had moments, but like, and my favorite moment was when he like, you know, freed the woman and then like just shot her. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I'm on board. But then it just evolved to like, he tried to take the baby Yoda captive, and there was a standoff, Mexican standoff, and he ended up getting shot.
0: Oh, um, right with what's her name? Who's that comedian? Right, Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Amy Sedaris. In the yeah, I didn't know that was a girl.
1: Was a Strangers <laughs> with candy? That's the woman.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> she she did a good job. It was fun. Yeah, I thought
2: I thought the relationship with the kid was good. I I was worried because I didn't think he was the best actor. I was worried he was going to be maybe like trying to like con his way into being the new partner. And the fact that he wasn't that he was just the shithead of the week, I yep. thought was good. Yeah, um, and funny. that that did manage to surprise me. My my favorite surprise was that Mando does uh, sign language with the the snow. Oh yeah, uh, and it was accurate people. too. I, and I, I like that it was just sort mm. of like you know these guys are going to attack they're right here and he's like no I'm just going to fucking talk to them and it was like wow that's a nice change of pace like it's right. it's a moment where it's like here's pandering but we're yep. going to do something slightly different with it and I I like that um,
0: well but it's 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 one of those things where it's fan service sure but it served the story because you're going okay Absolutely, fine yeah. if this is no if this the Sand people's when I know, say pandering territory. I. I
2: I don't mean, yeah. it's, it's just sort of like, well, here's the Sand People again. Exactly. But that, and yeah. that's okay. You can do that. It's on Tatooine for Christ's sake, but mm-hmm. I appre- all I'm saying is I appreciate that they, they did something a little different with it, because yeah. that's the yeah. sort of okay. service I don't really mind. Um, no, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm saying yes. I, I, no, we're I, I okay. agree
0: that it's, yeah, that it, it's moving the story forward, and it's not just, hey, look at this, and right.
2: we're not doing anything with it. It's right. just, remember. Right. yeah Right. Whereas if they had attacked, if they did the same sound that they yeah. made when they, like, yeah. not... Arr- like, fuck I've like, yeah. been here enough times, like, you know, can, by the way, can I tell you the the funniest moment in the prequels for me is, I think it's in Revenge of the Sith, because I just watched this recently. With I Nora. just watched it as well. Yeah. And there's a moment when, like, the Emperor's talking to him about it, and he's like, and of course, you've spoken about your, you're running with the sand people, and you just hear the noise. <laughs> yeah, like a,
1: like an echoey kind it's of like. Oh, so funny.
2: <laughs> like, and he has this pain look at his face it's like are we actually supposed to feel anything but humor in that moment
3: oh, Anakin, <laughs> anyway, I got you a present
1: it's a box of
2: sand <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> alright anyway sorry
1: uh, but so going up. back you said you want to talk about the uh, the mysterious footsteps at the end
2: yeah, who the hell is that? And why should I care? Yeah. Boba
0: but, Fett at the end of that episode? God. I mean, let's hope it's <laughs> not. I, uh, Can we just no, stop? It's, let's
1: it's... let's have a conversation about... <coughs> Disney bought the property, and the property... Oh, here's all these toys. Uh, by the way, this person's dead. This person's dead. This person's dead. You can't play with them. So they already brought back Darth Maul in canon with Solo. Well, no.
2: That was... Well, he was, yeah. he was already. Shut up! Back. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Uh, was, I mean, in the movies, let's, let's be clear though. Let's be clear <laughs> yeah, though. Sure. It's not Disney that brought him back. He was back yeah. before then.
1: Sure, but Disney didn't Disney like wipe the slate clean and say, "Oh, this can stay, this can't." I think they carried the
0: Clone Wars canon, so they could have ditched the Clone Wars, but they did. I think they kept that canon. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying.
1: With they, they like.
2: But I'm just saying they
1: arbitrarily said, "Oh, that's fine. It can stay." You know what I mean? Like let's let's not. I don't know. I don't don't
2: think it was arbitrary. I think it was like I think there was. I think there was some thought that went into it, uh, at least to a little bit. You can criticize him for doing it, but. Um, I just want I don't to say
1: know. nobody's dead. I want to say that Disney's like, well, no, okay, we're going to bring that, everybody back.
2: For, well, for Boba Fett, like, I mean, maybe he's alive. I really hope he's not because that would be ridiculous. Um, but I think the only media that exists where he is alive is non canon. Correct me if I'm wrong, Rico, but I believe that's the case.
0: Wait, what'd you say? I was just coming
2: up with a sand vagina joke. Sorry. <laughs> the only media out there that exists uh-huh. where he is still alive post falling into the starlight is non-canon at this point. Yeah, it's like robot chicken and comics, and yeah, <laughs> right. maybe video games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. I don't. So, think. So, I mean, they could change. They could. They could change it. I hope they don't because that would be dumb. But. They're yeah.
1: bringing back the emperor. I'm just saying they bring back the emperor. <laughs> they brought back Darth Maul. Fair no point. one that's fucking fair, dies. Like no one dies. I, we'll no get to that it, when like, we talk about Rise of Skywalker. As far as like, I, I have a I have a fear that every character from
0: every Star Wars movie is going to be in this. Last I movie. am hoping that Wicket shows up. Yeah,
2: uh, I am I'd like, see,
0: fuck it. I think it's
2: got a good Wicked, chance.
0: Fuck it. Yeah,
1: good chance. Um. But yeah, I hope like,
2: Medicine Man that you walk shows up even better.
1: <laughs> yeah, but having seen the penultimate episode, who who, who are those footsteps? Do we care? Does it matter?
0: Okay, wait. So what are the footsteps? Am I missing something at the very was end there of the episode? In, the I think, in this one?
1: No, it was no, the one on the Tatooine.
0: Post, yeah, the, the Tatooine, Tatooine episode. episode. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, it's not Boba Fett. Yeah that's what everyone's assuming I unless think, it's you know, at first I thought
2: it might have been Pokemon Carl either, but that doesn't make any sense because
1: he's not on uh, Tatooine right
2: right because there's spurs you hear spurs don't it's you spurs
0: yeah oh, there's like a that. clanking of spurs which again is kind of like a Boba Fett Empire Strikes Back thing <laughs> I yeah. don't want to say it's Boba Fett over and over again, but wait Boba until Fett I'm surprised. Yeah, what,
1: what does he need spurs for? He rides a rocket pack He's a or jet whatever.
0: Pack. Yeah. Don't look at me. I didn't design the sound. <laughs> oh, it wasn't right. on his costume. You're right,
1: though. No, Lame if I'm if hurt. I'm remembering, like I clearly remember, I think Empire, where he like walks up to Vader to look out a window, and it's like clangingy, clangingy, it's like clank. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> sounds like spurs. Years, He's right
2: that's annoying all right well all right
1: yeah all right so let's go to this uh the 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 other like group of whatever fucked our uh you know idiots that the they go on the uh prison break with and the The builder. yeah yeah i initially rolled my eyes when like oh she's deadly with the knives and i'm like wait a minute didn't they just say it was all droids on the ship what is she? Who's she going to use these knives on? And then she uses the knives on the only like human being that's on the fucking. <sighs> and then the devil. Sorry, man. I
0: found some soft flesh. I had to use the yep. knives. Yeah, couldn't yep. resist.
1: Uh, I enjoyed. I I really enjoyed it once it switched to like, oh, uh, the Mandalorian is Jason Voorhees, and it's. <laughs> this, this starship is now his like cabin in the woods. And I got on board at that point.
2: Yeah. I, I, I have a weakness for this episode. I don't know what it is about it. I, I liked the sleazebag characters. I thought that they were all well-performed, even yep. Boeber, like it, with his Southeast space, Boston accent. Like I liked, um, I, I don't know. And like when he starts hunting them down, like I was fully on board at that point. I like the glimpses of like, who's in this, um, like new Republic prison. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it was mm-hmm. it was a good environment. I wish they played with it a little bit more. I wish they had, like, you know, some jailbreak kind of chaos ensue where they, like, open up the doors and people are running. I, I enjoyed how the, the big, strong guy got crushed by doors and yet somehow still lived. Survived. I'm not really sure how that works, <laughs> like, but it's, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> um,
1: and, and then, like, I expected the, like... X wings to come in at the end when he fucked them over and like gave them the beacon, and the X wings (laughs) to just blow (laughs) the place up and like we go, oh fuck, Mandalorian just killed all those people. But no, yeah,
2: Yeah, no, he's fine with killing the the people that uh, double crossed him initially, I guess. But um, you know, whatever. Uh, I it's it's the only thing that's stupid is that they were like, oh, there's uh, like five minutes and then they're all gonna be here with this beacon. But apparently, he, first of all, that doesn't make any sense. But that's besides the point. But he's like traveling through space. I don't know. He's doing hyperspace, but he like lands his ship, talks to them, takes off. Like enough time passes where they should have been there already. If, that, if yeah. that's the case. Like whatever. It's, I'm not going to split hairs. Like yeah, it was, fine. it was fine.
0: It was his way of going. Oh, he did bring the guy in. up, oh, but he screwed him over. Yeah, right. So,
2: and so I, cute little yeah. I, as mind. much as I think it's silly that he didn't kill those characters, at least some of them. I I like that they're establishing all these like characters that could return. Um, mm-hmm. and not not that yeah. I want them to be regular characters, but I like the fact that there's a possibility that some of these guys could show back up and like mess with him. Um, oh, there so, needs to be yeah, again, please. yeah, talking about
0: stakes. We right. Yeah, you can't just kill every villain. Yep. Right.
3: Exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. So that brings us to the most recent episode which came out today or last night at midnight, which we're not gonna do that, so <laughs> and I enjoyed it because they they went back and like they like hey, remember the guy from the first episode? hey, you remember the the woman from the fifth episode um you know, we're going back, we have the i g unit from the first episode like it 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 started to bring instead of being episodic, it started to be
2: got more cohesive cohesive,
1: yeah. yeah, it started to be more of a like an arc for the season, and they brought it back and uh. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I have very few complaints about this. I'm sure I rolled my eyes at some point, but I don't, don't remember the specific moment.
0: So, I Yeah, I don't know that I did on this one. Um, I, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. I think it's when he goes back to her and, and she's fighting the dude oh, yeah, and then she's done is. and he walks there up immediately is. and he's like, do you want, you want some work? And she's like, hi! You know, she didn't do that, but yeah. it was just like, uh, no, I wish she would have been like, uh, what are you and doing? And she's here? like, yeah,
1: obligatory opposition to, to whatever you're telling me about, and then he submits something else an and imperial. then, okay, I'm oh, on yeah. board. Like, I'm imperial. I'm like, okay. I'm Great. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus, fine, whatever. Let's keep going.
2: Yeah, right. I,
0: um, Yeah. Yeah, that goes to the heart of my light, fluffy, fast, like, let's not yeah, they don't have time. Just whatever.
1: But but at least it was fun, and that, I will say that like this episode, like I was in, I was like looking forward to what was happening next. I, I don't know. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. the and the, another tedious thing was the reprogramming of IG88. Just tell me you reprogrammed him. I don't need yeah. <laughs> that flashback. Like, I had was a little
0: unnecessary. <laughs>
1: I had to teach him how to do everything. So it's almost like it was like a Suicide
0: Squad level flashback. Oh, I need this flashback now. Yeah. Does he ever learn how to pour tea cuz I won't believe it till I see that he accomplished it in the flashback.
1: Yeah. One thing I will say is they kind of like they flirted with the idea of droids being alive and having personalities and then they refuted it later by just um can't remember her name um the UFC woman uh saying that, you know, Droids are—they don't have—they're not alive. They just do what they're programmed to do. So that,
2: yeah, they're reflections of their masters that program them. Yeah, like
1: okay, one or the other. Like the Nick Nolte character <laughs> said, <laughs> um, he developed a personality. I'm like, okay, well, did he pr- develop a personality? Is he just doing what he's told? Like,
2: right. I, yeah. I, I don't know if
1: that's supposed to be ambiguous, but um, I thought it was interesting slash confusing.
2: The Star Wars universe has very inconsistent kind of philosophies on droids, it seems like. Because many of them they're essentially just like slaves, mm-hmm. right? I mean that's what they are. And they're the house so-
1: elves. The Harry Potter households yeah, of the right, world. and it's it's weird but that that's I mean, supposed it's to
2: feel more benign about them. I guess even
0: though right. you, you sense that they feel pain, like certainly or yeah, can if not you?
2: They're pain uh, yeah, are on,
0: right. Like it's like literally movies. the torture in Jabba's palace. Yeah, you right, exactly. get yeah. We are told that they oh yeah yeah, but you're told yeah, that you're also introduced they to have other. Fear.
1: Yeah, other characters that are just happy to work in the fields, you know what I mean? Like right.
2: Well, um, and then there's this whole that whole wrinkle that Solo introduced where yeah. you know, the the droids feel that they are oppressed and like there's an uprising and so it's just like wait a minute, are they like it's it's it it would be it would be interesting if this series explored that a little bit. I don't think it will. I think that that inconsistency is probably just poor planning, poor writing yeah. more than anything, but you know, it, it's something that I'd be Uh, You know, it's something that I hope they do do because it's something that they should, I think.
0: Well, I think we have IG-11 still there. So I imagine the flashback will serve as now they're stuck with him and oh, we need him. Now there's no baby Yoda. So I'm not worried about the droid killing baby Yoda. And maybe we can use him.
3: I think
2: I get the feeling that it's going to be the three of them for at least a little while, Um, which I like. I kind of like. I'm really happy too.
0: Baby Yoda's out of the equation for a bit. I hope he right. stays out for a good while.
2: I hope so. too. That would be a nice change of pace. Yeah, Because yeah. mm-hmm. he, he got did like he was, up. I did like when he was just fucking flying the ship by himself yeah. for a little that bit. Was there. That was and fun. And
1: I liked when he choked the. Uh, I like, choked her. Yeah. Choked her that I liked was the cool. reasoning.
2: Like when they're arm wrestling, he doesn't understand. Like I, I, yeah. I, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like that makes you know, sense. Oh yeah, like, totally. And I hope that
1: I hope they get Baby Yoda back later, and he's even more like dark sidey. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Just choking people left and right. Right. And then it's the Mandalorian that has to, like, make Yoda a better person. The baby Yoda a better person. Look at me. Right (laughs) and (laughs) stuff.
0: I wonder if when they see him again, he'll be like a teenage Groot. Like, they'll be like, "Uh, it doesn't make sense, but let's just age him a bit. (laughs) Yeah. It just ages and spurts. (laughs) I was
1: really worried that they were going to introduce something that was like, uh relevant to uh the rise of skywalker since they bumped this up by two days for some fucking reason i still don't understand
2: <laughs> like hey it all ties in yeah it's like uh, uh.
1: i hope it doesn't i don't know what hope, we learned I, today yeah yeah uh, it's good to see gus frayne again i hope we get to see like half of his head missing again that'd be nice but
2: <laughs> yeah he was good he actually i thought kind of portrayed a sense of menace yeah he did um, which I thought worked like he he you know seemed like he could actually be a decent bad guy. Not that Werner Her- Werner Herzog was very good. He I think, was surprisingly
1: but, good. I, I like yeah. even in this episode, I was like, God damn, he should he should really act more. I hope he does. But he
2: but he's not. He never. He, I don't think he was. He was trying to. He was never like. He never registers a threat. I guess you know he was more just sort of like a conduit between. You mm-hmm. know, the True, and the yeah. threat.
1: Yeah, he didn't seem menacing. You're right. All right, anything, now he's gone. <laughs> he shall be missed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, two cool vehicles at the end. The like trooper transport, which I liked. Which I'm mm-hmm. like, I want that. Like, I can see it now. Like, it comes with like fifty stormtroopers, and it's
0: it, well, it, it's a perfect toy. Yes, it, it is the perfect your toy. Your kid goes, I want. I also need, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I need this, and I need thirty <laughs> stormtroopers.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Is it comes with five, but with room for fifty. Um, (laughs) I would buy all of them because it just changes the dynamic or whatever you're doing could just be Yoda and somebody else and then oh here's 50 stormtroopers coming out and then the TIE fighter that like folds flat like oh that's
0: awesome slick
1: Yep. alright so anything else to say about the Mandalorian before we move on to our TROS conversation
0: I don't think so just other than I am yeah I'm looking forward to where this is going now that he's freed up from baby yoda i do love baby yoda so you know that's good but but yep get the stakes up let's go let's roll
1: let's roll uh okay uh looking i'm actually looking forward to the last episode we'll talk about it i guess hopefully you guys will join me for our uh rise of skywalker review and like just is
2: there only one more episode or is that the mid-season finale
1: i know it's it's eight or nine episodes and that's it
2: oh wow okay
1: so uh next year next Friday <laughs> I like calling anything after the new year next year cuz it's funny.
0: <laughs> uh but <laughs> oh you scam! Yeah. That dog, the funny guy. The <laughs> and his calendar humor. Yep. <laughs> uh
1: but no, we'll find out next um uh whatever next Friday and then uh I would hope that you guys would join me for a recap slash yelling at the top of our lungs about the latest <laughs> Star Wars movie.
0: So, I do yeah, I'm going home next week. Just as an FYI, so that's I don't know if we can fit it in before I'm out of here. And but, home is uh,
1: Colorado, right? Colorado, yeah.
0: So I don't know that I'd. It would be awful sound if I did it from there. You should. I mean, yeah, but you're gonna go see the movie there, right? Oh, I'm go. Uh, I'm. I actually got tickets for tomorrow night because oh, I just good. kind of. Yeah, that's the one thing about going by yourself. It's like yeah, you can, you find can
1: go a whenever. Yeah. And I wouldn't recommend going in Colorado, especially if somebody comes in dressed like the Joker. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Especially.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, guys. Uh, moving on to The Rise of Skywalker. All right. I'm going to drop some kind of sound effect there. Here we go. All right guys, uh Rise of Skywalker comes out tomorrow uh wide release Friday the 20th, is that right? That is right. Uh give me your fears, your uh optimistic outlooks, your predictions uh just unload, please.
2: I think it's going to be a complete mess. <laughs> I do. I've come I, to I, the dark side. I, I've, yes. I've made my peace with it because the way the way I see it is, for, first of all, I think it's very clear that they they did not do their due diligence and plan like a three yes. movie yeah. arc mm-hmm. out, which is insane. Yeah. How do you, you do me? that? Like, what are you doing? Like, it doesn't have to be like, completely fleshed out, but something. Yeah. So, Major so, plot points. Yeah. But at the and
1: same so, time, like, the two movies made a billion dollars each. So who cares? You don't need to plan. And I, I sure. and, and and that's unfortunately if, if,
2: where we right, are. Right. And so if, if, if the money is your, your goal, Hey, they've had, their marketing has been amazing. Like every single trailer I've watched over and over again, I love them. Um, although I have, been, in the back of my mind, I've always wondered like this, like, is this going to be a mess? Cause this looks like it could be a complete mess. Yeah. And I, I, I get the feeling, and this is, Granted, coming from someone who loved *The Last Jedi* and um, never thought—I never thought in a million years I would love a Star Wars movie post, you know, the original trilogy. Because you know, the, the prequels came out for years. We talked about this last time. For years, I was like, I want a Star Wars movie. I want a Star Wars movie. And there was this monkey paw situation where I was like, okay, you got a new trilogy, and I did not care for them, right? And I was like, okay, never mind. Like, Star Wars doesn't mean anything to me. And then the new ones came out, and I was like, these are fine. I saw The Force Awakens, and I liked it enough, but I was like, it's not, you know, it's never going to be the same. And then, lo and behold, Last Jedi actually, you know, raised my expectations of what was possible. I, I legitimately, like, love it. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm I'm happy with that. I'm happy that, like, I got a movie, you know, in this day and age that reminds me enough of the love I had for the original movies. Like, that's that's yeah. huge. Me too, so and it was one's... a surprise
1: to me. Yes, I, you. Absolutely. I was completely surprised when I saw it for the first time. I know I didn't compl- like it, but... We'll talk about right, that I'm,
2: and I'm, that's <laughs> fine. I'm completely prepared that um, this one is not not going anywhere close to that level because it would it would be shock me if that were the case. Yeah. I hope with my lowered expectations, I'm able to enjoy it on some level. Um, but like, I have I have doubts. I'm I'm very concerned because I I get the feeling that they're going to try to sort of undo a lot of the reasons why I like the last movie, mm-hmm. and you know that's that's gonna certainly bug me if that's the case, but we'll see.
1: Rico, as somebody who hated, disliked, despised The Last Jedi, what what would you say?
0: Um, well, I'm a different person in that I had the most irritation post-Episode 7. <laughs> right. After Your, Force, Force Awakens, Awakens I that was really like, bothered you. Yeah. it bothered the shit out of me because I saw all this coming. Right when that movie came out, I went, okay, here we are. It's just, it's it's going to be... You know, what we're seeing them being trapped in nostalgia and going, oh, it's going to be kind of missing the point of at least for me, what was exciting about those movies was, whoa, look at this thing that I haven't ever seen. Whoa, look at this character that's totally fresh to me. And it's it's and and, and, in playing the nostalgia game, it's you can't really do that. And when you're a giant company that bought this thing for $4 billion. You but know. I think you can now
1: that you recoup your... Investment. But that's just me. Keep going.
0: I, I think, yeah. So so that was the other thing was I said, OK, it's going to be five years at least until right. maybe I'm going to be able to see some Star Wars that I'm going to enjoy and that they're going to be able to go, OK, we can take some risks. Um, so I, for this, I think this movie closes the chapter on that era of mm-hmm. them hopefully going, OK, we've made billions off of the Millennium Falcon, off of X-Wings, off all this shit. That we've just, you know, been stirring up over and over again. And now, hey, maybe we'll take a hot minute and then hopefully they'll do something fresh.
1: I will say the the one detractor from that argument is Solo in the fact that they decide That's why I thought, like, Rogue One needed to be good, and it was. I enjoyed it. Not I enjoyed great. Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then they followed nah. up with Solo, nah. and it was a huge step backwards. And they still think... It was because it was too close to the Last Jedi and people got Star Wars fatigue. No, people got bullshit, like needless, dumb bullshit fatigue. Um it was Actually, I'm
2: the Yeah, I'm the I'm the weirdo that likes <laughs> solo more than Rogue One. But I, oh, wow. But, wow. I know. I thought it was but better I, than I, I
1: it was better than I expected, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that.
2: Wow. I will agree with you that the, the failure of that movie wasn't I don't I don't think it was necessarily fair to pin it on the last Jedi. Maybe it had something to do with it, but not not the box extent, office a little
0: bit but yeah, yeah. It,
2: it's a mix of of that and, I'm sure that and there people going why do we need a han
0: solo backstory yeah i was, think, I the that's, uphill the I the
2: think that's the biggest thing it felt completely unnecessary at least rogue one there's a story there where um you know you have something to explore a little bit Whereas this i would in fact i wish they explored more of what i wanted to see it felt kind of like they didn't but that's just my hang up with the movie solo is just sort of like coloring in a character that's better left not colored in yeah in my opinion. I agree 100 um, so and I thought for for what it is I think it's as good as it can be kind of in a way um, although there's I certainly have problems with it um, but oh, but you're right
0: it's as good as it could be but it's there's already a, a ceiling. Exactly. On any of this stuff yeah, any of I this agree. nostalgia stuff you exactly. immediately have a built-in ceiling
2: if they had made a standalone movie if they had given the keys to someone and just said do whatever the fuck you want make they, it in this but, universe but,
0: but, but that's the thing well, they is, were maybe starting to do that not with the concept but, but they keep fire hiring and firing people too because yeah, they get nervous as hell no,
2: right and the thing but is they is think they that they've made so much money they have to yeah. stop being nervous with this shit I, they have to they just have think. to let, well, no they should they should experiment a little bit. They should try. Take a risk because, like, what are they afraid of? I mean, if the fans hate it, don't do it anymore. Don't well, make a trilogy. They, yeah. Don't do a trilogy. Make a standalone. Oh, no, you can do what trilogy. you do. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or you can do what you do with Spider Man go dark for two years, three years, and just fucking reboot yeah. it again. It, Whatever. It, who cares? You know, You've made your money back.
2: I don't want them to reboot. No, I don't saga. either.
1: What I would love right. for them to do, and this is the problem with, like, video games and how there's like triple A video games and like you know there's or big you know when you have these big movies and everything has to be a huge movie instead of hey you know what let's have one big Star Wars movie every two or three years and then we'll have these like what if side stories and if one of them hits like a Guardian of the Galaxy type thing you fucking milk it for all it's worth and you turn that into a trilogy so you plan for you yeah Mm -hmm. you give the reins to all these people but the problem was that they gave the reins to like whoever, uh, you know, uh, you know. You could say to Ryan Johnson, but I, I love the Last Jedi as well. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I know. Uh, send all your hate mail to Jeff Andrews and. at yahoo.com
2: i can take it it's fine yeah
1: but uh but no but uh yeah they're firing these people like i said the guys that they originally got to do solo did fucking spider-man into the spider verse and that movie is amazing so i don't know No, i know what happened like what what could have been the worst possibility
2: ron mm-hmm. howard directed backdraft so you know, you know that they really no i'm just kidding i yeah and i think that they were trying to do something different with that movie and they're trying to do something different with the character and i think that's part of the reason they panicked and they fired those guys and i don't think i don't think that into the spider verse as good as it is i don't think that's necessarily proof that what they were doing with solo was going to work or was going to be good no but um, it's proof that they the should have been given a chance maybe,
1: is what i'm saying right
0: Right. And there may no. there's maybe some evidence that that the uh, that the weight of
2: uh, that live action movie was a little you know heavy for Lots, them. Much for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I wish they would have let them at least sort of like try it because mm-hmm. I think that it's better to try and fail and have an ambitious failure than right? sort of paint by numbers like we're gonna play it safe. We're gonna have we're gonna check all these boxes sort of thing. Um, so I, you know, The Mandalorian is certainly a pretty safe show, but at least there's a hope that they're going to try to open up this universe i what i will say is aside from like the tatooine and the, like the little bits and pieces of like continuity kind of stuff there is there's less of this whole like even on rebels there's a show i like every once in a while like a huge character shows up and it's just like you know i'm so tired of yeah i don't need it feeling so small and i i would like there to be it makes more sense on rebels because there, it's about the resistance or i'm sorry it's about the rebellion but at the same time like less of that is better at this point for me. I'd I'd like this universe to feel large again. Um, so, right.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. And maybe I'd said it in the past. I'm, I'm all for certainly no planned trilogies. They should never say, Hey, we got a new trilogy coming from blah, blah. Don't do that. Uh, and, and it should, I think the one thing that maybe they'll be able to realize is that there is no longer one fan base, it is different bases after these movies. Different people are liking different things. So it's, yeah, you can have a TV show over a, here. You can do a cartoon it's now over there.
1: Effectively, uh, entire genre, and you will have mm-hmm. people who like right. certain genre movies and not like the others. So you're absolutely if right. They,
2: yeah. And my biggest fear with Rise of Skywalker is that they try to please everyone. I think that's exactly that what is what they're, a surefire yeah, way to, to piss
0: fail. off everyone.
3: Yep. And one of the last... one
1: is Gary Olsman Gary Busey
0: would say.
2: <laughs> Gary Busey. Yes. Nick Nolte.
0: Gary Shandling, yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Uh but no, one of the last the T V spots that have been playing recently have oh, Phantom Menace music playing, and that's why I was like, oh man, these guys <laughs> are playing to that's what I was literally I was like, I hope there's a wicket in here. I hope there's uh, fucking oh, we have a gungan in the background. Screw it, who cares? What do you want a you want a pod racer? We we got one. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, somebody said in one of
1: the and I guess the final trailer when like all the rebel uh spaceships, like whatever, warp speed in to use a Star Wars to- yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, to Orcs, meet the uh, when they engage yeah, yeah. when they engage, uh, <laughs> yeah. and they meet the uh, the Star Destroyers, like all those Star Destroyers, like somebody's like, yep. if you see that ship right there, that's from Star Wars Rebels, and I'm like, fuck, that's not a good sign because if they're you just
0: the ghost or whatever that ship is, yeah, yeah. and
1: <laughs> I I don't know what that is. I haven't watched the show, but I will say if they if they just throw, I I just imagine like the, I feel the like, one thousand six hundred and seventy two like... Easter eggs in. The horizon of Skywalker Either. that you didn't <laughs> pick up, and I feel like that's going to be the this ghost, movie. I think
2: the ghost is the least of our worries. At least that makes like oh, a yeah. amount of sense. I think that right. we're for a lot worse than that. Like I think it's yep. going to be. I think it's going to be a doozy. I really do. I, I'm. I, I'm really worried like about that. I'm
0: going to get high, and I'm going to laugh.
2: That's what I'm going in for. I'm going to get good, high as shit. Yeah. I have a very sort of laissez-faire attitude about it now um mm-hmm. and i'm, I'm actually really glad that the reviews have come in i've yeah, managed because I've managed lowered to my expectations the, the general temperament has been like oh crap and i've been like okay good i'm gonna keep that in mind and right. just go in expecting the worst because yeah I, i've said
3: and
1: this I think, about every i'm sorry um rico real quick I said this about every star wars movie that's come out since disney bought it it's exceeded my expectations now that's not necessarily good it's just I feel like my expectations were lower than what I was met with every single time. Um, so with these early reviews coming out being mixed to not great, um, I'm gonna go in very low. But that's how I went in with uh, Rise of Skywalker, and like I said, I was pleasantly surprised.
2: Last Jedi, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Uh, Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Speaking in a a way to the nostalgia, I feel like... And you guys might disagree with me totally. I feel like they haven't quite done the work with the characters, these new characters and their relationships, to get us to a point where we can go. All oh, right, here's our here's our gang. Absolutely, not. going through one last thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's to the point where I I made a joke to someone at work as like, are we going to see a, a touching farewell between R two and Rose? <laughs> you know, like that. Oh no, they totally had this relationship. Yeah, you didn't see it on screen. Well, and C
1: three PO says, I'm taking one. last last look at my friends
0: i was like right you
1: don't don't know these motherfuckers it's not like luke and leia he's been hanging out
2: with leia the whole time like maybe he knows poe because of that ass but again i'm guessing yeah it's very much a meta commentary on the fans obviously but the thing
1: is is meta commentary works best when it makes sense in context i agree
2: i Mm -hmm. agree it would make more sense if r2 no actually r2's barely been around either i don't know never mind yeah it's i don't know Look, C three PO's experience in the movie, like Eric's going to, he's high as hell. <laughs> hence, hence the red eyes. It's the only way he can cope. They, they, yeah, they're gonna digitally I, add a Rasta. Uh, I will say, if C three PO smokes up on. in this movie, automatic five stars. It's like, just automatic, <laughs> like, like full on five stars. Can we go into this movie? And I, and here's
1: the thing about Last Jedi is people say it's not that great, and like. It isn't but when you think about it like the whole redemption arc of Luke which to me lays the foundation for last jedi is he he like shows compassion and love and uh you know chooses to reject the dark side enough that he makes himself completely vulnerable by throwing away his lightsaber not over his shoulder but to the side or whatever and he's just like you know what no I'm not going to do this that's it uh, I think the the emotional impact of that was powerful enough that raises the stakes of the Last Jedi or not the Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi over being just fan service like uh, fluffy garbage, which it, it it definitely was a lot of the movie. But
2: uh, I don't know Wait, which movie was uh,
1: the, the Return of the Jedi fan
0: service. Okay,
2: yeah, where I, it I like I like Return of the Jedi. I know, I but it gets it gets if a if lot of shit the out the movie, of the original
1: of the original does. trilogy. It gets like shit on yeah.
0: Of but course. Luke Luke doesn't the Luke arc
2: I think is strong in Jedi yeah. yeah especially if you think about how it starts when he's basically like I'm gonna murder you Jabba and like fuck you yeah and um, he
1: stumbles through it like you know Batman right. learning to kill people <laughs> he's when like, he's not supposed to kill people you know exactly
2: I mean. yeah and then at the end he I mean it for a movie about war right and I mean these these are essentially they're fun movies but they're about war to it's a climax a trilogy of movies about war to climax with the hero throwing his weapon away and being like nah yeah. not gonna do it that's huge <laughs> yeah and i don't think that gets i, I don't think it that doesn't gets you're right. enough. you're absolutely um, right because i think that there's so much fun zippy action like like cool bad guys and ships i mean i, I actually wrote about this today a little bit the that moment when like he does that and then B- vader is not redeemed but like you know moved enough to sort of destroy the emperor and save his son and then he's gasping and dying for breath, right? You immediately crash cut to like ships flying into the death star and like yeah. blowing people away. And so Star Wars is to me is always a bit of a contradiction. It's always a sort of like war movie with a pacifist heart. And it, it doesn't always mm-hmm. know what to do. Do with that. I don't think it's, it. It very much is in conflict with itself, Absolutely. which is why exactly why I think the fan base is in such conflict. Because you can look at it and get what you want out of it. If you want it to be about this, it can be about that. If you want it to be about this, it can be about that. And I, I don't think the fan. That's why. That's why pandering to the fan base as a whole doesn't make any sense no, because right. you're never going to get 100% agreement. It's too splintered. It's too people love it for multiple different reasons, not the same reason. Um, so. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's true. Uh, yeah, and you know, I think the, I think for Last Jedi, if people like it, I think they're they're fine with the reason why Luke left. And I think for me, it was like uh, Kylo just wasn't enough of a reason for him to go. Oh, I'm just gonna run away.
1: Well, it wasn't Kylo. Yeah, it that was, was the his hard father. Part for me. It was his father.
0: No, I'm talking about in in Last Jedi, seeing him in Last Jedi. What do you mean? Yeah, because because Han had a shithead kid. Like, eh, okay. No, it
1: wasn't. It wasn't that Han had a shithead kid. Han had a shithead kid that he thought he could raise to be a good boy who was force sensitive, (laughs) and he just created another Darth Vader. Which he feared he would become right. in The Empire Strikes Back, where you saw his right. face in the Darth, Ma- in the Darth Vader mask. So he had his worst nightmare come true, and it was 100% his fault. So he should have gone into exile because he is a piece of shit
2: and he needed to be redeemed.
1: And I feel like he kind of did his best. And that's all you can open. Yeah, and I feel like that's I think
2: it's 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 the moment of weakness for him. Like yeah, right, he learned his lesson in Return of the Jedi and he yeah, I, I you know, I think it's he I think it him. works. And I, I also get why why Rico doesn't think it works, because it's not given the attention that it probably needs. And I think some of that is the fault of the, the lack of setup for it. Absolutely. I, I really I really love the character of Kylo Ren. I wish they'd explored some more of that in The Force Awakens to sort of lead into the Last Jedi, personally, um, I, I think he's a fascinating character. And I think his origin is a little bit sort of like muddied. Um, but I completely buy the fact that he is starting to slip to the dark side. He's having very complicated feelings about that and his place in all this stuff. And then he turns around and he sees this guy that he's trusted up until this point ready to kill him. Or at least that's his, 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 uncle. his, his perception of it. His uncle, yeah. Um, and, and that's what makes him snap, right? He's, he's afraid to be vulnerable again because he's vulnerable. He'll end up dead. And like everything that this guy who's been corrupting him presumably is, has been telling him is suddenly validated. And I, you know, none of that is, is Snope. there. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> or whatever. None of that is there, right? It's not It's not spelled out, but like, I can kind of color in the lines enough that... And I think that Dave brings up a very good point. It's not Doug. just that he's fit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I,
1: think, I have an alias. I think,
2: I think Mr. Alias brings up a very good point. It's not just that he lets down Han and Leia and Ben Solo, but he's let down the sacrifice his father made for him and he's let mm-hmm. down himself and the, the, the decision he makes at the end of Return of the Jedi and I, I get that fans can be very sensitive about that too because that is such a big deal and maybe that's part of their concern it's just like this flies in the face of the climax of the original movies but I don't think it does Not especially, at all. especially the way it ends and how powerful that is and what I especially like is how and I, this is what scares me a little bit about this last movie how well the characters of Luke and Han kind of switch a little bit in that like Han becomes almost like the Ben Kenobi character and he sacrifices himself trying to sort of peacefully like, you know, turn someone and he doesn't fight. He just sort of lets it go and somebody watches it and they get influenced by his sacrifice. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very, to, to me, a very Luke thing to do. Whereas Luke swindles Kylo Ren, yeah. <laughs> he, like, basically just fools him. And I, I mm-hmm. like I like he the punks them, yeah. He right. punks them, yeah, which is very like um, on Solo Which was, to do.
1: I think, meta for punking the entire. And I and I do believe this. I, I believe that, <laughs> Ryan Johnson loves Star Wars, but yeah. he has a certain disdain for uh, our baser Interests in Star Wars, or like he's trying to. I feel like the movie was definitely trying to get at, why yeah, do I no. love this thing? Why is it good to love this thing? Am I being a fucking naive child? I feel like it was self-examination as opposed to finger-pointing at other people. I feel like it was inward. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like uh, that's just me. I feel like it was a no, fan. It's a
2: Star Wars movie about Star Wars, for sure. Yeah, like, it was hundred yeah. percent. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's- um, yeah, I, I hear you and and you guys are right in that. I think the problem for me is it all falls apart in, in the prowess of Kylo Ren. They undermine him as a powerful threat. So I go, uh, this all—we're—we're we're gonna have Luke go through all of this, but then it's for Kylo Ren, who again is an interesting character. That—that's my problem with it. So is I Kylo guess, isn't on a level enough for me to go. Oh man, yeah, okay. He, I guess what makes sense. Him-
2: scarier to me. I hear what you're saying, but if he was yeah. he, he was like to the level of Darth Vader, he'd be less scary to me and I wouldn't buy right. it.
1: He would be I, I, he would be a like just a a pure black evil, you know? And he'd be just just I, I think the fact that
2: he doesn't feel that he's measures up to that makes him scarier a little bit because he's unpredictable and he has to he prove himself. So, right. He wants so desperately to be that, but feels like he can't. So I that you're right that he's not as good of a villain, but I think they're wise not to even try to make him as good of a villain.
0: Oh, no, I don't want... No, trust me. I don't want him to be Darth Vader. I, uh, okay, yeah. I, I think we're just going to disagree on, That's fine. on that point.
2: I'm sorry this became The Last Jedi 2.0. It's like That's whenever okay. It's it was bound to be. Anytime this comes it, up. Yeah. It will again. I mean, we're
0: talking about the third movie, so of course yeah. you have to talk about the predecessor. Right. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, if they can do something interesting with Kylo in this movie, then great. Oh, I don't, I, I don't, don't know. I don't count on that. Yeah, yeah it sounds exactly. like it,
1: and and that's the thing is, it sounds like with the introduction of a dead person that they brought back to life, I I I feel like they're gonna <laughs> undercut the menace of of Ben Solo's arc, like yeah. Even if even if he redeems or whatever, himself have, or becomes yeah. the ultimate evil in the universe and has to be put down, whatever it is, it's gonna be undercut by introduction. Because yeah. Snoke this is my this is why I was okay with Snoke dying, because he was just another emperor and I didn't want to see just another emperor. And I definitely don't want to see the emperor again.
0: And he's like I an emperor who is into Orgies, I think that's what yeah. they were going with that gold. Um, this gold robe, yeah. I guess. Gold? I think he was, he was just a, like, was a, so. I think
1: he was the emperor going through like a midlife crisis. That's all.
3: <laughs> Speaking
2: <laughs> that's of the emperor, so yeah. I watched, I watched, watch that movie. Can we watch that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Snoke. <laughs> Can we get <laughs> this like is 40, Snoke? One thing that
1: Can pisses this? me off about The Revenge of the Sith is the disfigurement of Palpatine. <laughs> One thing—the disfigurement of Palpatine.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's when so he gets like so he gets
1: the 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 lightning put on him, I was like, why did he get all fat? Like,
2: this attempt <laughs> on my life has left me scarred. And he, like, what a freak! I like to He's like, oh, I'm getting
0: shot by my own lightning. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. He just, yeah. just, just turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> Once you juice me up, it just keeps flowing did to get out there. I mean, yeah, whatever. I, you can argue that he's going. I got to put on all the stops here. Get and, this kid to to kill.
1: And everything you can say about the Last Jedi, I will say, the droids say, "Hey, what's that?" Uh oh. Boop boop boop. <laughs> like the, the droids that kill people talk like fucking cartoon characters. Like not even like Jar Jar being I thought
0: Episode about. Three kind of got maybe nope. what in George Lucas's head was. Not for me, it did. Frankly. <laughs> I thought those fucking those goofy shit with the droids. I went. I think. The, I think the droid humor landed as best as it was it's, ever it's, going to. It's as good in as it. it's,
2: it's as good as it, it's gonna get. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I mean, again, it's. It, yeah, there's a ceiling
0: on it, <laughs> 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 but it was way more than fucking episode one. I think everyone's like, what's this up with this weird, stupid droid humor? What's happening? So, it, it got better. All so right.
1: I'm, so we are all in agreement that we're. Don't have high expectations going in for this movie. No,
2: yeah. my daughter shame. does.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about that. Has she okay. s- she I seen all the movies.
2: High. She has seen all the movies except for Rogue One, because um, I think it's a little too intense for it, her. It
1: does a- have very mature themes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about this one too. I'm actually seeing it first to see you know how intense it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, hopefully it's not that bad because this is still essentially a series for children. Um, but uh, you know, today she, for, she's told me two things recently before she's ranked all of the movies and, um, you know, for example, like Revenge of the Sith is her least favorite although she loves watching it because it's I think it terrifies her and yeah. so she's int- yep. t- intrigued by Kids it. Kids
1: love being it's, scared which yeah. people forget second all the second
2: least favorite was Attack of the Clones, but she also confessed to me recently that she has no least favorite, that she loves them all and so nice. today I was like, okay, which one's your favorite? And she's like I have it I have an answer. I'm like, okay, what is it? And she's like, You're not gonna like it. I was like, I don't care. It doesn't matter what I think. It's about what you think. She's like, Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> like, what's it's not even out yet. She's like, uh, I know she's a new favorite. And I'm like, you know what? I hope yeah. she I hope she watches yeah. it and I hope she loves it. And I right. that, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like it's like Does how old know, is she? She's five. five. Yeah. Like Yeah. I mean there's
0: five. probably no good reason why she shouldn't love it.
2: Right. I think exactly. Yeah. exactly. So I will,
0: I will
1: tell you. So Snacks told me he went down to uh s- former producer of the Flick House, <laughs> who quit after three episodes. Um went She's down to Hollywood Studios at Disney World and did um whatever the Galaxy's oh, no. Edge with yeah. his niece who's like seven or eight. She was dressed as Ray the whole time, had a great time. Uh, they were in line for the smugglers' run because I guess the rise of the resistance hadn't opened yet. It was like uh the week of Thanksgiving, and they said that um some cast members came up to her goes, "Oh, you're not supposed to be here, Princess, right this way, and took her to the front of the line
3: <laughs>
1: It sounds like an amazing situation, and it just leads me to believe to ask, "Are you gonna take your daughter to uh Disney World at some point?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely we're waiting for we just went last year so we have to give it some time uh, yeah. we can't set the expectation years. that we're going to disney world every fucking year nope. um but we're, we're definitely going to go to Galaxy. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to go i want to fucking ride the millennium ever since i was a kid you know like i'm not gonna lie i just need to save up like a couple grand first because yep. gonna be like a ridiculous suck on my wallet so.
1: all right let's end this now um so thank you for joining us we're gonna move on to talking about uh watchman really quick um all right and uh, rico's gonna leave us and i have to pee
0: the rico stir all right cool uh nice chatting with you fellas yeah and uh
1: <laughs> maybe i don't know with the holidays might not get around to right away but uh, we'll definitely have a um Rise of skywalker discussion at some point
0: yeah sounds good no and uh, a uh, end cap on uh, mando yep <laughs> all right uh
1: jeff i just want to talk to you briefly about uh watchman your impressions about it um i thought it was fucking great uh even though the finale wasn't 100 percent satisfying i thought it was a huge step forward for a Lindelof joint uh, i thought they tied up enough even though it seemed to be like aggressively trying to tie things up uh mm-hmm. i love the series as a whole i can't wait to watch it again
2: i absolutely loved it i i was blown away and there was a there was in, very early on. I was very concerned because the subject matter was so intense. I I, like if he if if Lindelof set fire to Watchmen, I would not give a shit. I like Watchmen. I love the comic, but I'm not such a fan. Where it's just like if he screwed up the universe, I would care. I was more concerned about some of the politics that he was kind of addressing. The racial politics, especially when you're having cops wearing masks and a majority of them are black. Yeah. And, you know, there's this terrorist group. It's like this this could go real south real fast. And I, I, I was very impressed with how thoughtful and in depth it went in and how bonkers it is. It is a completely bonkers fucking show, but yeah. not but not in a bad way, not in like a, you know, it, it, it's 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 a remarkable kind of high wire act of like balancing all the stuff that they have to balance and like being a watchman sequel like a true sequel to the book and like having all these old characters having all these new characters tackling american racism like it, it you know and you've got like fucking adrian veit on a moon of jupiter and you know you don't know where it's like so much at once and they somehow pulled it all off and i'm i'm kind of amazed the only disappointment i have is that i i don't completely know the purpose of lube man that's yeah the, no that's absolutely the lube, that- man,
1: lube man um you know everybody thought it was and you know the, the one character PD, yeah everybody right? yeah and you and i guess i was confirmed by the pd uh, pdf file but i i have right. a thing about ancillary material i really don't like it um
2: i agree a hundred percent like when i, I found, found out Delco came out and they were like well to really understand this movie you need to read the, all the stuff on this internet. and i'm like i don't want
3: for me it was on its own like,
1: it, it was the movie dune which i didn't i was before i read the book i've, I've since read dune but the, the the david lynch version of dune i saw yeah. it i thought it was intriguing it danced it, it was it was confusing um you know it wasn't a great movie uh but it was in a weird way just the production value and like I, like it was bold right. it was it was right. entertaining but i found out that in the 80s at some screenings they like handed out a pamphlet right uh, before you saw the movie and i couldn't think of like a worse thing to do and like I've had it with bands. People are like, oh, have you heard this band? Well, you got to listen to them again now that you know that, you know, et cetera, et cetera, this backstory um, right. about the formation of the band or their previous history. And I'm like, no, I think art should stand on itself in the... See
2: for itself. Yeah, yeah I in, agree. The, in the media. I agree.
1: And I think this does. I will say, like, Rico said he stopped watching because he wanted to go back and read the comics. And I read the comic, Omnibus, I think after I had seen the movie or just before. I had a big thing where I kept doing that for a while, like reading the source material before it got turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't mind the Zack Snyder uh, version. I, I liked it. I thought it was oh, not a bad... Yeah, I'm sure
2: you I did. hate it so much. But, yeah, but <laughs> that's
1: okay. I didn't think it was a bad move replacing uh, a fear of aliens, which essentially which is what the squid was, with a fear of like, a vengeful god, which I think when you put Dr. Manhattan as the perpetrator or frame him as the perpetrator of the um, the reason. I, I didn't think I that was a bad substitution.
2: I disagree, and here's why. I think that as weird as Dr. Manhattan is, or at least as weird as he was with his origin, he is a known quantity. The entire world knows who he is. They understand, to an extent, his powers. They understand you know, how he experiences time. I and they understand
1: that, that he gave everybody cancer because that was...
2: Well, that's the that's the sort of narrative that gets attached to him, whether or not it's true is a whole other story. But what they don't... I, I, I guess I never bought the fact that the world would unite over this, this thing that's a known quantity because the atom bomb is a known quantity. Right. Yeah. You know the atom bomb. Right. You know Dr. Manhattan. The two kind of came around at the same time. Right. A and giant fucking stand in for the atom bomb. Basically. Dropped on New York City is just so bizarre that it, it's the type of thing I think that somebody could say, oh crap. like if that could happen there, it could happen anywhere. And granted, it's a leap. It's, a, it's a, like a mental leap. But I, I, I love how odd it is and how out of left field it is in the comic. And I, I just wish that they had the balls to do it. Because I think that, yes, you, you you would take a little bit more setup. And yes, it's it's narratively neater to make it Dr. Manhattan. I just don't think it makes as much Thematic sense. Yeah, um, that's fine.
1: That's, I mean, like I, I I, 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 like I would rather have had it be true to the source material, but I thought it was a fine substitution. Uh, real quick, before yeah. we go any further, can you unplug your headphones or mic again because it's starting to do that like crackling thing? Sure. Oh, that's better now. Whatever's happening. Oh, much better. Are you there? Hello.
2: Jeff? Jeff?
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. I can hear you very differently now.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm re-plugging in my mic one second. Okay, cool. Uh okay, I think I'm yeah, back. Yeah, much better. Great. Okay. Sorry.
1: Yeah, so I'll concede that I I think that uh I would rather have it true to the source material. Um but going back to the the show. Yeah. I mean, There's all sorts of stuff we could talk about from the season, but I don't make this a long conversation. How do you feel about the finale? Because like I said, I feel like it didn't tie everything up completely. I feel like it should have been a two hour episode, Um, but they did tie up an awful lot in it. They did enough for me to feel like it was a solid ending to a great season of television. I don't know.
2: I'm really impressed with what they did in nine episodes. I think that they were very economical how told the story i don't know how you make a show called Watchmen and not have it be 12 episodes long that's just one thing i kept thinking of yeah it that's seems smart. like it's a natural kind of yep. like thing to do yeah um so i i did feel like it was a little like stretched at times i, th- I thought i could use a little, little bit more breathing room i think that having some more ancillary characters around that's one thing in the comic you just get this impression that there's all these side characters like there's a newsstand in the comic there's a new stand on the show but you barely yeah you don't spend a lot of time at all right so i thought that having just some regular folks in the world spending some time with them could have like helped kind of establish it a little bit more um but i i honestly don't have that many complaints i thought they i thought they wrapped everything up really neatly and you know there were times along the way where i was very concerned about for example when they introduced dr manhattan I was concerned about like why he was coming back into the plot. I was like, this doesn't really make sense to me. But I think that when they focused on that episode, it it won me over. Like I was like, okay, no, I buy it now. Um, And that, that happened every step of the way. Every single time I had a concern about the, where they are going with, they managed to convince me. And um, so, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Like it was, it felt a little rushed. um, But also like if they had padded it out more, I think I could see myself losing my patience somewhat. And you know, I'm watching Mr. I don't know if you've ever watched Mr. Robot, but I'm watching. Mr. Robot. I watched Robot. the
1: first like season, and then it just got it yeah. got so where I was like, I don't know what this show is about anymore. Yeah, and then I, I don't even think it's it
2: knows what it's about. But right. uh, I'm watching the final season of that, and that's 12 episodes long. It, the show it feels like it's been over for the past two episodes, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, it's, there's still another episode to go. And I just don't understand, you know, why. <laughs> it's not over yet and so you have the risk of that happening too and i i'd rather have them have this nice concise tight ending where i i feel like everything is pretty much answered one um, thing
1: i listen one thing i i did think was a missed uh opportunity was i feel like the frozen squid fall should have been another mini genocide like i feel like all the cops that reported like everybody that was at the site should have been murdered brutally murdered Murdered. yeah and that would have that's what they were gonna
2: do too yeah Yeah, exactly that's
1: the way we were setting up because obviously it was adrian veidt doing the same bullshit he did before saving the world at a cost that makes you question whether it was worth it or whatever and they just didn't they they showed and he thought it was gonna happen when lady true had like whatever that ultra clean, uh, squid go it's through like her hand in her hand. Yeah. yeah like she's yeah. yeah, whatever she looks at it and whatever. Um, but then everybody else like hides in their police cars and, you know,
2: Angela in the very least in there a... should have been more death. I think it seemed Absolutely. like people got off light. Um, so it, it does undercut that a little bit. I agree with that. And I, I think it would have been much more powerful if more people had been killed, including a lot of the cops. I think they pulled their punch a little bit with that. I think that they were very much, I don't, I was worried that the show was going to be like super pro cop, and I definitely don't think that's the case um, as a whole. But I, I think that they're afraid to sort of like push the line a little bit ab- about the police and like just murder a whole bunch of police officers. No, at the end it of would,
1: but but it's. I'm not saying it's okay in a work of fiction to murder cops, but I think it is okay oh, to do anything <laughs> in a work of fiction to cops no, I, if it. But it's not. It's not I, I, like I, I, saying it's good to murder cops. It's saying that. No. Adrian Veidt committed an atrocity to prevent right. another atrocity.
2: No, uh, I think thematically I agree with you. I think thematically it would have made more sense. I I'm not excusing what they did. I I think that that's why they that's did it. Why that's why they all. did it. Yeah. Jesus. That's, you
1: sh- you should hear Have you like heard some of the, like just the just backwards ass like people not realizing that I guess people on a certain political bend who thinks it's all to one side or the other, and it definitely is. But, like, I, I think it's lampooning both the extreme right and the extreme left, especially with, like, just the the makeup of the society in which, like, uh, you know, Robert Redford's there, they take away all the guns, and, you yeah. know, it's not a utopia. It's still just as fucked up right. a, as anything, because yeah, no. it's just human nature. Like, well,
2: Like, yeah, Moore is... more. Alan Moore is a bit of an anarchist, right? Like, he right. doesn't really subscribe one way or the other and Lindelof clearly isn't Lindelof is clearly kind of just like your standard Hollywood liberal right um but I think that he does sort of capture some of the spirit of the book there where he's definitely criticizing both extremes i mean the the fucking cop's name red scare and he's a communist right? right like i think that that's intentional and and i think that you're right that it would have been more powerful if if they pushed the envelope a little bit with that and said you know these aren't these aren't real cops. This isn't our universe. This is a separate universe. And these cops are kind of terrible. Like, yeah, they're they, still sort of, they do terrible things, including Angela. Angela's done incredibly terrible things.
1: Yeah, torturing um, people without any right. kind of due consequence. And I mean, so, but going back, it, that raises the question of Will. So, like, Will. Um, Hood of Justice, which I thought was great. Like I loved his backstory. I love I love the Me whole too. thing about it. It was great, uh, but like his uh, role model was Bass Reeves, who's a real guy. Go, you can go uh, listen to a, a dollop about him. Um, but in the the fictionalized movie that he's watching as a child, he's like, "No, I will, will not hang this guy. I don't believe in vigilante justice." But then, like, will murders. <laughs> Judd and uh, you know, he goes along with the plan to get the rest of the Cyclops, um, whatever higher ups murdered as well. Um which is fine. Yeah. I mean I don't I, care about them, but I'm just saying it's like it's weird that his hero believed in the law and I guess he did until he didn't. Well, he did.
2: Yeah, he did and then he didn't. And then right. I think that you he he rode that as hard as he could and he realized that it was destroying him and so he kind of backed away from it a little bit and then you know his 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 element here is an interesting one because i think that he's trying to tell angela the danger of right trying sort of dispense justice from you know from behind the mask right Right. and and i mean he
1: did that with his own son where his son was trying to put on the makeup and he's like don't do that and he freaked out obviously to an extreme degree but it's a similar kind of like sentiment where he knows you know he doesn't want this for anybody else that he cares about
2: and i think it's telling that he's kind of hiding in plain sight now right he's sort of out there he's like in a wheelchair He's just like this old man and he's using the technology that cyclops developed against them um with and that's how he kills judd and and that's essentially why he like partners with lady true although some of that's just like a con like there's i do appreciate how there's three levels of villain villainy there there's Mm -hmm. like the the um Calvary and they think they've got it all figured out and then there's Lady True and she thinks she's got it all figured out and then there's Will who's just manipulating her
1: right I, with I the help like of Dr. That, Manhattan yeah
2: right and I like that, that 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 was the ultimately the setup because I think that, that allows the show and this I usually use this as a complaint but in this way, case it works it allows the show to like eat its cake and have it too like mm-hmm. you have all these bots they come together you have all these different bad guys doing the same things they all get to do them they all fail um But yet, somehow, it still works. And um, the one thing I'll say, I I wish they got into the decision about why Manhattan decides to kill himself. Like, I think that that, that's something that's a bit of a messed
1: Anytime you mess – and that's – and it was fine. I think we glossed over it if you examine the original Watchmen because, like, Dr. Manhattan, like, comes to the conclusion, I'm going to try – to save humanity and I'm going to come back to Earth. Uh, Even though, you know, whatever, he's not necessarily instrumental in it happening. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, like, when you start fucking with, like, determinism, like, it's a philosophical debate whether determinism exists or it doesn't. So if you come down firmly on one side or the other, you're setting yourself up for disaster. You know what I mean? Like, And I feel like that was kind of a problem, but I enjoyed the... Relationship with him and Angela so much in that too. second to last yeah. episode that I didn't care. Yeah. You know, what I, I mean, agree. I was willing to forgive so much because anytime they made you, it work. yeah, they made it work, and I'm like, whatever, I'm enjoying it, and and that's yeah. I think that's the biggest takeaway you can get from anything is like if it works, it just fucking works. If you enjoy yeah. it, you'll forgive so much.
2: Right. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah.
1: Um. Other than that, I mean, I felt like um. Uh, looking Glass got short shrift there at the end, just like Lori did. Yeah. But then, but then again, His I was thinking about was it. episode
2: Was one of my favorites, and but I but I like that. Like you know, what happens to him sort of works in the overall arc of the show. I, I think it's it's a tough show to have individual episodes that are focused on characters and then not have them that happen again, right? Because um, you like that so much. But I I agree.
1: I I do think uh, I thought it was great that every episode was an origin story, and I feel like. Maybe the last one was Lady True's, but it was given short shrift. It really was. Yeah. Like I really feel yeah. like they sh- she should have had her own like full episode origin story because everybody else got theirs, I believe. And if
2: there's uh, one misopportunity about a show that's so much about race, I feel like they did they don't get it. They don't really do service to Asian Americans or Vietnamese or people of yeah, folks of Asian Absolutely, they sort of just gloss over that, and especially I mean it's well, there why- to an extent with the whole like you know manhattan liberating vietnam and like the complex feelings that they obviously have about that but then the woman with
1: with adrian veidt like why did she hate adrian veidt adrian veidt i i don't know what his role was in the vietnam war if any like why did she hate him
2: well i think it's just that he has all these vietnamese like servants slash slaves essentially uh, i guess
1: that wasn't really made terribly apparent uh
2: yeah that's true it's in the comic um so i think they they were just sort of like "Oh, people will know this because it's there in the comic and you know but i you're right that there's not there's not a ton there they you're they definitely shortchanged the whole you know relationship between whoever that woman is vite lady true and then her mom again with beyond i really i really love that character i i I,
1: I did too like beyond really like captured my like i don't know heartstrings especially in the finale when she's just like a terrified child yeah um i I don't know um i i I can't I, i don't know i can't i can't think this show it's it's one of my favorite tv shows like ever like it's in yeah, i don't know i agree i, I, uh, I top agree. 10 top 20 i don't know it's uh
2: i'm it's, still kind uh, of remark. i'm i'm a little bit amazed that they pulled it off and that it's as good as it was because it could have been a disaster like it could have been just an absolute and it, it's the type of thing where even if the first few episodes were solid it still could have been a disaster it could have it fallen apart have so
1: easily every fucking right. episode it was, right, it was right like you said it was walking a tightrope yeah um and But I feel like the bonkers element was, I, I guess, kind of balanced with the fact that it was an alt-history version of mm-hmm. what's going on. So it was like, it was 2019. It's not like it's 2010 or whatever in the past. It was 2019. Yeah. So like, but it was, you know, 2019 where they don't have the internet. They're still using like <laughs> pagers or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was... Uh,
2: Cigarettes are outlawed. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Well, we should have been podcasting about that the whole time, so... Uh, uh,
2: agreed. Next time. If they, do an, if they do a season two, which I don't think they are planning I, on anyway. I'm what, conflicted what
1: they, about whether they, what they, they should, should do, or not.
2: What they should do is, and they won't do this, but what they should do is let somebody take a time period and do, and do a season, just a standalone season. Yeah. Um, and it, can be, it should be a different creator every single time, but somebody who gets the, gets the book gets what this series did and wants to do the same thing. And it it could be set in the future. It could be set in like the two thousands or the nineties. You know, but they should just, they should do that. And I, I'd I'd be there for that. I'd be interested in what they kind of come up with. Um,
1: Yeah. So somebody suggests they should do like 20 years in the future and it should be Angela's kids. Um, sure.
2: It would be good. Or they could do different parts of the world. It could be 2019 or 2025 or whenever they're going to make the next one. And rather than setting it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it's like somewhere else. Like that's, you know, that would be fine too, I think. So. But
1: uh, yeah, but I think it, it takes like, you know, it's so like around the, like if you can boil it down to anything, you got to say the world is on. The brink of tearing itself apart and you know in in the original it was because of nuclear holocaust um and in this one it was because of racial tension kind of
2: yeah but it's not the world it's it's tulsa right (laughs) i mean and and to a certain extent it's the united states but like it's not i like that i like that it was wise enough to not be like yes the world is too ambitious yeah and and there were there were worldly implications right with with the manhattan stuff like whoever was to become the next dr manhattan that would that's definitely gonna affect the world but um none of that can came out until very late and i think it was smart of the show to be like you know this is not about the world being at the brink of nuclear disaster or or, you know retaliation this is about a completely separate but very important issue um but but not a smaller one i don't want to say it's smaller but like uh, a more localized one i guess um so i don't know i don't know what i'm even trying to say i'm just tired
1: yeah i'll let you go i appreciate you joining me for this overlong uh episode but uh yeah m- yeah i i uh need to talk about all this shit so thank you for
2: joining me happy to talk about watching anytime
1: yeah and uh like i said we'll meet again to talk about uh the rise of skywalker and how much we hated it i guess <laughs> love it love it <laughs> can't wait uh can't i can't wait can you do me a favor and send me a non-spoiler just verdict tomorrow when you see it because i won't <laughs> see it till saturday
2: sure sure thing appreciate it sure thing i'll uh, do it in gift form <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah as long as it's a sequence a sequence of gifts. sure yeah
2: all right i'll just i'll live tweet gifts while i watch it, <laughs> <laughs> it
1: sounds good <laughs> all right jeff thank you everybody for listening to this nonsense uh we will talk to you later bye all